All right, so welcome to Music City Horror. This is episode 12. Um, we were just talking, I I was confused on what episode we're on, and we determined it's 12, and we can't believe we're already to the 12 episode mark. Um, it's so weird. Yeah. It really, I don't, it also just marks how much like time has passed since we started. Absolutely. Guys, we're, we're so far away from Halloween now. Yeah. Oh, no. But getting closer to the next, next Halloween. Yeah, it's like a, <laughs> it's like a, I know, so I know. Positive. <laughs> we yeah. need, like, a widget on the website just to count down to Halloween oh, or something. Oh, yes, that's right. genius. Okay, I'll put yes. that out tomorrow. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's like, like a circle. You're welcome. It's like a circle, Full though, time. you know? Like, we're so far away, but we're so close, you know? Full-time yeah. countdown to Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> So, Don't worry, we've got you covered. But it is strange that it's already February, so because um, we started in September, so it's yeah. Anyways, uh, KB, Kayla, Lena, um, my name is Eli, and uh, we're going to get started. Um, we have a special guest host with us tonight. Uh, she'll join us at the end of the show. Um, so we're going to get started with the new releases. So KB is going to start us out. What's up, nerds? Uh, we're still kind of at a lull, so there's not a lot going on, but don't worry. Things are coming. Within the next couple of weeks, it seems like things might pick up because um, we did get some trailers, and that's mostly what I'm going to talk about. Uh, I think Eli has a couple of things after I'm done. But um, for me, the biggest one was the Purge trailer. Has everybody mm. seen it? Yes. Oh, I can't I wait. I feel like that that's one that we're going to have to go all see together because we I love them. I love those movies. Me so too. They're, uh, and this one, uh, <laughs> I mean, all you can really do is watch it and laugh because the horror is that's what we're living in. Yep. I love the, pro- <laughs> the promo pictures, posters that I've seen oh, man. with the red hat. And I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, yeah, nailed it. Well, <laughs> the fact that. that it started, um, you know, the fact that it started, it came out during the, um, you know, State of the Union. Um, right. Oh, they know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they know what they're doing. And, and I hope that they know that we appreciate that. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah, I want to so, do I want to do a something merch related with that red hat. Um, I've seen ooh. I've seen one that said uh, like make horror R rated again and something like that. So I, <laughs> I wonder wanna... I wonder if you can um, can you buy that hat? I'd I'd be surprised if it doesn't end up for sale somewhere. I, I'm actually I'm kind of trying to look while we're. Uh... <laughs> while we're here, like we're while we're talking about it, but I don't see anything. So this this one, if if you guys don't know and you haven't really been keeping up with what's going on with the Purge series, um, they had originally announced that this one was going to be called Purge the Island and was going to focus on the first Purge. Um, this is a prequel to the other one, so basically what happened to get us there. So. I mean, come on, we're in the middle of it. What happens to to get us to where we we have this weird one day a year where you're just allowed to go slaughter people? It's starting to turn into an episode of Black Mirror. Mm. Yes. <laughs> this shit could happen. This yeah. shit could happen. Not that uh, 
just the, the whole the whole political aspect of it is going to piss a lot of people off. Um, but I, I personally am super excited about it. They haven't released anything but a uh, short, very... I mean, you're basically watching a political endorsement ad. It's really cool. If you haven't watched it, please go take a look at it. Um, and that comes out, of course, on July 4th. Um, that's this summer. And I guess we'll see if they do anything after that. But, man, I would be... Uh, I would be surprised if there wasn't some kind of campaign to take it down. Right? Like, I can, I can see it happening. I am ready because. for horror to be dangerous again and, like, piss ah. people off and make people mad. Like, I am here for it. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> ready. you do it, you know, it's been going on for so long, you run out of things that are shocking. That's so right. you get all of these torture porn gore movies and all of these shocking, uh, I mean, shock, shock horror and people become desensitized. So you have to, you have to take a more clever approach. And I think that that kind of all really started with get out. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that they, there's more, there's more horror being released that is based on real life, whether it's got a little bit of fantasy to it or not. Um, which actually brings me to my second trailer that I was super excited to watch was um, Hereditary. Yes. That is so everything that I could possibly want out of <laughs> A24. <laughs> saw that right. I got the email. <laughs> I got the email from A24 um, with the link to the to the trailer and watched it. And I, I was just, it was a bone chilling fear. Like it's real. That's the things that this movie are things that happen in the real world. What I think that that one is going to have a, a little bit of a ghost aspect. Do you think it doesn't give a lot away, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like they keep it somewhat vague. Like, you know, obviously this is like super ominous, but you have the opportunity to keep your mind open. And I feel like we get a lot of trailers that spoil so much that I almost wish they were even more secretive. <laughs> so yeah, I agree um, with much that. as I appreciated it, I was like, Oh man, um, I really can't wait to see. It. And it made me feel like how the Babadook trailers made me feel mm-hmm. just, just mm-hmm. like this, like cold kind of like seeping into your body and you just feel like scared and discomfort. Yeah. And I hadn't, I don't feel that way very much with movies anymore, but every once in a while something like that happens and it's just a it's a very special feeling. <laughs> yes, it's it's special. so special. Yeah. Yes. And I mean and some of the reviews are saying it's the scariest movie since The Exorcist. So I mean that's that's some pretty Ooh, big that's, news. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's heavy. That's Ballsy. heavy. That's heavy words. Yeah. So. You can't <laughs> that come can't out. Say that lightly. Um that comes out. Oh shit! I forgot to write that one down. That was like one of the uh, ones that I didn't write. So hereditary release date. We're working on real time here, people. Oh, I see. <laughs> June eighth. Nice. June eighth. So that one should be. Uh, that one should be good. Uh, and. 
very, very uncomfortable to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So the next one that I have um, is the trailer for the movie Unsane, which actually looks really interesting. I don't know if you guys have checked that out, but it's a trailer for kind of a psychological psychological film um, that was shot on an iPhone in a single week. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you see that tagline and you're like, okay, like, why? But once you watch the trailer, it makes sense. Yeah. So it has a lot of, um, has a lot of ties of basically, you know, it's 2018. Everyone can watch your every move if you want them to. Yeah. So it's also it's also Steven Soderbergh. So um, right. So he's done some things. He's done. (laughs) He's done. (laughs) But it's one of those things where it's a new approach to the. um, I mean, you can't really found. What is what is the category? The genre of like VHS. Found footage. Found footage. It yeah. took me a second. Found footage. So I think that this is a really cool take on that. Um, and that one comes out in March, um, March 23rd, I believe. So I think that that's one. At least give the trailer a shot. If it's not your thing, you don't have to go watch it. You know, nobody's forcing you. But I mean, we could force you, but we're not going to. Yeah. Right. It's not <laughs> that kind of operation. I feel like that that's one that we should at least give it a chance. Sure. It's something, I agree. something different. And I'm always happy to see somebody take a risk and do something weird. Um, so even if it's not necessarily like up my alley right away, I might still go see it just to support something weird. <laughs> right. Right. I love to support weird things. <laughs> So another another trailer that popped up was the trailer for the movie um, that is coming to Netflix called The Ritual. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen that one? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. So it's a, um, a UK movie, and it's about a group of guys that do kind of, I guess, like a guy's vacation. Instead of going to, I, I think one of them complains that they should have went to Vegas. They go hiking climbing and blah 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 end up in a forest it's a very kind of basic uh basic storyline but when you watch the trailer for it i think that there's going to be a lot more to it than than it's going to show so that actually comes out on ninth so we are right upon that one oh yeah um it should be pretty interesting has everybody checked that out? Uh, I yeah. haven't. I know the book's been um, passed around for a couple of years, and I've seen it like mentioned in horror blogs and things like that. That's a really scary book, so hopefully they'll do it justice. I haven't read it, but I hope that they do. Eli, have you seen that one? I did. I, I, uh, You're being quiet. The, I, I posted the trailer <laughs> um, on our Twitter account. Uh, oh, so. you posted million <laughs> things on our Twitter account. I mean, I think every well, five seconds you're retweeting something. Well, I was taught as a young boy, if you don't keep rowing, it's going to sink. 
I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, don't gotta, keep I gotta get in there, man. You know, like don't show, don't show your age, Eli. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like a young man. Back in my days when we traveled on boats. Um, right. God, where'd you come from? <laughs> what don't we know about you? I'm secretly Amish. <laughs> oh, okay. I can almost hear like banjos yeah. in the background, mm. you know, just <laughs> going down the river. We're either secretly Amish or secretly immortal. <laughs> that's the traveled over on the ships. That's the that's the conspiracy. I think sparkle in the sunlight. <laughs> okay, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> the last, uh, the last trailer that I have is the trailer for Castle Rock. We talked about Castle Rock, I think, already, didn't we? We've mm-hmm. already discussed it. We did. Um, just as a reminder, Castle Rock is J.J. Abrams and Stephen King for a Hulu series. Yay! Yay! So it'll be pretty exciting. It's gonna, it's gonna have a lot of the characters from his books and his movies. We're all very excited. If you have been living under a rock and you don't know what Castle Rock is, please open the Google right now and uh, and look that up because the trailer is pretty cool. And we're going to get another trailer for the Super Bowl, I think. That's what they're saying. So we should have a we should have another one. Um, give us a little bit more information, but it's guys, it's gonna be good. Come on. Yeah. Hey, I'll watch the Super Bowl for that. Right. <laughs> I'm right. so proud of horror getting like a I'll front row. I'll watch it on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting like a, a big deal uh, commercial bit for horror during the Super Bowl. That's so great. Oh my God. That's, yes. I mean, wait, did did we get Stranger Things for the Super Bowl last year? I don't know. Yes, that's when, the, oh, yeah, that's yeah, when yeah. the Michael Jackson remix. Yeah, yeah. That's the only yeah. good thing. The only good part to me. I don't care about football. Same. I won't watch it. I <laughs> undoubtedly probably have. Wait, isn't it tomorrow? Sunday. Or Sunday, Sunday. sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'm off Sunday. Still not going to watch it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes Super Bowl Sunday is on Friday. But this year, it, it fell on Sunday. <laughs> Listen, if it, if, it ain't, uh, if it ain't wrestling, I ain't going to watch it. <laughs> so... Anyways, yeah, um, yeah. So we'll get another trailer for that soon. Um, Winchester was just released um, tonight, so that one I'm kind of on the fence about that one. Um, just so everybody's clear, it's about the Winchester house. It's got Helen Mirren in it. I think it's going to be boring. Uh, (laughs) i think we're all kind of unanimous here we're all kind of unanimous on that i mean the story about the winchester house is cool but it's pg-13 it just doesn't look very interesting to me (laughs) be a lot of Um, ghost noises oh wait the tomato meter was released (gasps) oh do you guys want to know yeah do you guys want to know okay let's look let's look uh winchester I'm so excited. Um, Altered Carbon Season 1 got 62%. That's interesting. That's like a weird new uh, Netflix series. Uh, 
Wait, now it's saying that the tomato meter is not available. Yeah. Jerks. Oh. It technically comes out on 2-2, which is technically tomorrow, which is funny because uh, this episode will release on 2-2. But as of now, it's 2-1. It's February No, 1st. it is. No, it is out. It's a... I we were gonna go to the movies tonight before I remembered that we had to record and that was at the theater. Mm. So it's uh. it's out. It comes out. They always come out the night before. Now, Rem- don't you remember the the magical time of midnight releases oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that right. they don't do anymore? Mm. I wonder. I, just, if they I didn't thought that was on. It. I thought that was on certain. I didn't think that was on all. Like I know Star Wars. No, they bumped it on, up to like Wednesday. It came out instead of Friday and stuff oh. like that. I mean, apparently they're doing it for everything now, so... And I know I know sometimes... I, I don't mean to be, like, negative about it, but I know sometimes if they know that the movie's not super great, they don't release it to critics until, like, that day. Yeah. So maybe no one's really had a chance to review it yet. Right. Uh, I feel like that happens sometimes, where they're like, man, we'll just kind of shove this out, and people will go see it because it's a horror movie, and they will go see it and make a lot of money, so... Yeah. Plus, like we've talked about before, you know, horror doesn't always get good ratings. So, I mean, you know, things like It and Get Out and It Follows, those are kind of anomalies because they're very highly rated and awesome. Um, But, you know, know, the Friday 13th series was rated pretty low and Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, a lot of those, you know, the, the, the reviews aren't that great, but then, of course, they're huge movies, so. Right. Right, and I think that this is going to be one of those. Like I said, it's PG-13. It's, I don't know. That's another one that I'm really just going to have to wait until I see a review that's like, yeah, it's worth it. It's totally, like, unexpectedly good. I probably won't waste my time. Sure. I'm just being real. Yeah, wait to to rent it. Right. I'm thinking. Right. Okay. We'll see. Um... That's all I had. So, Eli, if you would like to continue, please, by all means, do so. <laughs> cool. So, there was just some um, <laughs> some stuff on the streaming side of things um, we found. Um, on Shudder, of course, um, this week they released uh, Demons and Demons 2, which is a Dario Argento. Um, I actually have never seen Demons 2. I have Demons 1 on DVD or Blu-ray. Um so now, you know, Demons 2 is on Shutter, so check that out. Um, they're also, as of today, the first, they released Mayhem, um, which is, we've talked about it, Joe Lynch. Uh, Stephen Young's in it, that's all that matters. Um, oh, yes. I think Stephen Young mm-hmm. is going to be our new Scream King. Uh, Ooh, we can well only like hope. That. Yeah. <laughs> we can he's... only hope. Yeah, I, I recently just discovered that I have a Joe Lynch autographed picture. Um, I, it came in my box of dread um, about a year or so ago. Congratulations! Yeah, <laughs> so I'm basically saying I'm too big for you guys, so I'm out of yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say uh, out. it's not very nice to brag. <laughs> just get in your boat and just humble brag, y'all. Yeah. Hashtag humble brag. Humble brag. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's awesome. I. I I wasn't really expecting that to, I guess, hit streaming that quick. But anyways, um, they also released a shark movie called Bait. Um, it looks really bad, but anyways, it's on there. Uh, HBO actually has some good stuff. Um, as of today, they have the complete Alien Aliens um, movies, um, which, you know, some people just 
classify that as just sci-fi, but I mean, the first Alien movie was basically a haunted house movie. So I mean, like I I completely disagree with that. Um, yeah. They also have Alien versus Predator, the first one, um, and then they also have Predator one and two. Um, and then coming on the seventh, they have the Ouija uh, sequel, uh, Origin of Evil, uh, will be on HBO Go. Ooh. That one wasn't terrible. But yeah, that one actually kind of. Um, it was still kind of That lame. one was rated yeah. higher yeah. than the first one, <laughs> and it actually made more money than the first one, which is unusual for a sequel. So, um, and that was um, uh, Gerald's game guy, right? Mike Flynn. Was that? God, I don't remember. I think it. I think it was. Yeah. I might be mistaken too, but I yeah. thought it was too. Cause I think they brought him in to kind of like clean it up, class yeah. it up a little. <laughs> My favorite new phrase is I didn't hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate and I didn't like hate that. that. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily go out of my way to watch it again, but I didn't hate it. Yeah. So, so that's HBO. Um, the other thing, um, so this, this gentleman follows me on, Twitter and we've chatted a few times and he's actually a really good artist. I've bought a bunch of his paintings. Um, he sells prints for really cheap and I've got a, uh... wait, can we pause? Because I thought you said that you bought a bunch of his panties <laughs> and I was like, Oh, well, congratulations. I have a really awesome, uh, rocketeer, um, back to the future. Um, Michael Jackson as a zombie, and then also he did It when that movie came out. So he's really good. But his name is Todd Spence, and um, him and his um, um, movie, I don't want to say partner, because that implies one thing, his his um, movie partner, um, Zach White, <laughs> um, they released a short horror film this week called Your Date Is Here. It's like seven minutes long. But it was just like I saw Nerdist reposted, and I saw um, um, Gizmodo did a story about it, and um, it's basically um, about this uh, daughter and mother, and they're having like a, a girls' night in, and they're you know ordering pizza and doing all this kind of stuff, and they pull out this old um, one of those old board games, like the old mystery date board games, like based on the TV show, and they start playing it. And then, like, you know, horror stuff happens. So, um, <laughs> horror stuff. Yeah. So it's, you know, Ooh. seven minutes long. It's on YouTube. It's, um, it's pretty good. Um, and then, um, I can't remember. Oh, I, I sent this to the group. I, I sent this to y'all. Um, the, the movie 1031 that we talked about earlier. Um, yeah. Mm hmm. In October, around that time. Um, I don't know if it's finally released or not, but I finally just went to their website, and um, they have it available for purchase, so I bought it on VHS. And um, it's kind of like an anthology. And um, I found out I know one of the directors, and I messaged him on Facebook, and um, I think he's going to come on the show sometime and talk about that. And he also did the music for the the movie The Barn. They came out in 2016. It was kind of like a throwback slasher um, flick. So um, that was kind of cool. And I also got the Linnea Quigley's Horror Workout DVD. Uh, we talked about that during her interview. So I found the DVD. So hopefully we can watch that sometime and give people a uh, 
a review of that. Um, it has been that, requested that we do the workout video <gasps> ourselves. Oh, yes, we should. So, let's do it. We should do, like, an Instagram live, like, watching say, it. And Justin, if you're listening, <laughs> thank you for the idea. And I think that it should happen. I agree. <laughs> we'll get our um, <laughs> leg warmers out. The really scary, like, high-hipped um, unitards. It'll yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Eli's going to wear a unitard. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, I have a unitard, so I'm not, I'm not afraid to wear it. Oh, <laughs> God. We're learning all kinds of things. A third time. Yeah. I should imagine, like, David Bowie Labyrinth style kind of clothes <laughs> on you. <laughs> That's, like, the biggest compliment I've ever gotten. Thank you. <laughs> I was about to say, I found that very attractive as a 10-year-old girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I do like boys. <laughs> this <Yeah>. is <laughs> I was at Books oh. a Million last night, and they had they had that action, like, his, yeah, that guy from Labyrinth, his action figure. And, um... It took everything I had not to buy it. I was like, I'm I'm mesmerized. I want this so bad. <laughs> it's the mullet pulls you in every yeah. time. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's also disappointing that like when he's doing those those the the I I, I don't know how to say it. It's up jiggling balls like the the metal balls <laughs> thing. And that's oh, not yeah. him. That's not him. Oh that really? Somebody, oh, I heard yeah. that. Yeah, there's like a. Uh, a, 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 a actual ball juggler yeah. who does it. And he was like <laughs> world famous or world renowned and he's like <laughs> sitting behind him doing it so it looks like it's David Bowie. So oh, yeah, I didn't kinda, know that. That took the that took the wind out a little bit. But it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like wow, David Bowie can do everything. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. So um yeah, so those are I guess since we're ending on juggling balls, um, that is all of our new stuff for this week. Um, so yeah, so we have a new segment. Um, Lena is going to be in charge of this. Um, just, just something to kind of throw in there and, um, you know, some of it's going to be topical. Some of it will be, I think really deep cuts or really, you know, hidden gems and stuff like that. But anyways, so we've got this new segment. The segment is called Facts of the Week. Yes, yeah, so we're going to have a, uh, we may change the name, but as of now, it's like Facts of the Week. And um, this is, again, this is totally Lena, just whatever she wants to pull out um, from the archives and, you know, um Stumpus or, you know, like I said, some of it will be topical and some of it will be kind of your deep cut. So anyways, with the first segment is Lana, so take it away. All right. So in honor of February being Women in Horror Month, uh, which is our topic this evening, um, that's what all my facts are about this evening. So first to start off with, um, and I found this on theconversation.com. Uh, this is a report from last year. So uh, Google and the Gina Davis Institute did a study across all genres of film to try and find patterns in gender, screen time, and speaking time. Uh, so the results of this study were that men are seen, seen and heard twice as much as women, except for one genre, you guys. You want to guess what it is? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Horror, yes. 
Yes, which is awesome. Uh, so my next few facts are just, you know, some things I thought were fun and some kind of big players of women in the horror genre. Um, so first, I don't know. I did all, all these. I did not know. I want to say for the record, but uh, first, uh, Kathy Bates was the first woman to receive an Oscar for a horror role for her. Yes. Mm-hmm. And do y'all want to guess what it is? Misery. Annie yep. Wilkes. Yep. That's it. 1990, which is awesome. Go Kathy Bates. Represent. <laughs> yeah, I always got that confused because I thought it was Jodie Foster, but Jodie Foster was 91, so she did it the year after mm-hmm. Kathy Bates. Yes. Yeah, which is, I mean, Kathy Bates, awesome. Yeah. I think we, I don't remember if we mentioned the Oscar win or not, but we did mention her in a previous episode because um, I, I told you she's from Memphis, so Memphis represented. So. That's right. She's yeah. also an icon. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and I mean, in American Horror Story, I loved her. She was awesome in several seasons. Um, she was good in The Office, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, next, which is interesting, uh, if you look closely at the album cover of The Beatles, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club, you'll see this actress. I don't think y'all will guess this because I did not. But does anyone want to guess who it is? The horror genre. Um, let's see. That, that, okay, so that album came out in 67. Um, Can I do a phone a friend? Yeah. <laughs> Can I just Google it? Um, okay. My best friend Google. <laughs> is, it, is it Janet Lee? No. Mm. That was a great, that's a great guess. It's Julie Adams, who oh. is the, one of the hero, who is the heroine from the creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, nice! Oh, cool. Cool. Go girl! Yeah, which is awesome. Um, I googled like her picture in that album cover, and I mean it's very small, but still awesome that she was on there. Um, next, the bride from the Bride of Frankenstein is the only Universal monster to never have killed anyone. Mm. Gentle creature. <laughs> um, next, unlike her alter ego, Carrie, Sissy Spacek was voted homecoming queen at her high school. Okay. <laughs> that is excellent. That ties into um, she's also in Castle Rock. Dude, yeah. that's awesome. Yes, can't wait. Love her. Um, and this is my last fun fact. Uh, Kay Lineker. Does anyone re- recognize her name? Uh, She's a screenwriter. Oh, okay. Uh, so she was screenwriter for The Blob. Mm, very nice. Which is awesome. Um, but she was previously an actress before that, and she was in 56 films in the 30s and the 40s. And then she went on to, to write classics like the blob so that's all i got that's nice. incredible <laughs> so yeah. awesome yay yeah. so that, that was, was so a good. that was good a good start that was a good first start yeah yeah Thank um so cool so i guess we're gonna go into our show this evening um i'm trying to think well okay well, I'll just go into it. So, yeah. Did you did you check out there for a second? Well, 
I can't remember. I was trying to think how we transitioned because Lena already mentioned the topic, but I want to do my little stinger because I created it. So I'm going to just do it like yeah. I did. So anyways, so yeah, this week's topic is... So this week's topic is uh, women in horror, which is very uh, broad, but uh, we're going to focus on our favorite women directors, um, our favorite screen queens, and our favorite final girls from specific movies, uh, horror movies. Uh, we do have a special guest host with us this week. Um, you've probably seen her on Twitter and uh, Instagram, um, but she uh, is uh, owner-operator, creator, whatever you want to call it. Uh, her website is kinkyhorror.com, um, so she's got some awesome content. At some point, we're going to talk about your interview and your uh, day with uh, Clint Howard, because that's incredible. Um, oh, Lord, I have many days with Clint Howard. He's like, like my homie. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> He's like so rad. Yes. he. That's definitely uh, that's somebody on the list we would love to talk he to. He is the best. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. He would totally do it. Nice. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Miss <laughs> Dinah Prince is here to, with us Hi. tonight. Hi. Yay. Yay, Dinah. Yay. 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 Okay. Applause. Yay. I should get one of those little I sound just... effects, you know, like the little clapping sound effects. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um. Now, you also have uh, actually acted in a couple of horror movies, correct? I have. Nice. Um, it was, what, Puppet, <laughs> Puppet Master, and then what was the let's other one? Let's see. Um, currently, that you could find pretty easy, let's see, Funny Man Vengeance is out. Uh, nice. Beach Massacre at Kill Devil Hills, nice. available in Redbox. Near you. Ooh. Um, what else we got? Evil Bomb six 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 and Puppet Master twelve. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Evil like, what six six six? Evil Bong. Oh, oh, I love that movie. I love. Oh, it. I've always wanted to watch those, and now I, now I know be, that you're in it. I'm going to. I, I will be starting with that one. <clears throat> I uh. Well, I just the I first one for sure. That. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. God. I had this time. <laughs> the uh, no, what was awesome. the 777 the... is supposed to start filming? Oh, I just had um, which board? I don't know, whatever. Nice, I do a bunch of crap. <laughs> well, it's, okay. it's funny I'm sure because it's a lot of these, you know, well, using your words, crap movies like a lot of these, <laughs> um, you know, like uh, Puppet Master is on like the 12th one. I mean, and that thing's been going since like 1991 or 92, so. And I hear there's like a, another one coming out this year. Okay, so we're yeah, gonna... but like a reboot with Barbara Crampton, who, if I can start the ball rolling, I would say is my favorite personal screen queen. Ooh, so that's a good one. <laughs> so were you in the? Were you in the? Was the one you were in like the one with the Nazis, or was that like after? Yeah, you? that was you. But, okay, yeah. I've seen a bunch of uh, uh, press on that one, and um, it's actually gotten pretty decent reviews for. You know that kind of movie, so it shouldn't. It really. See, I don't have. Okay, so here's where it's more. Okay, women in horror. Right? Like, I feel like I'm more. Like, I love horror films so much that I'm more excited about making them than acting in them. So, like, currently, I'm focused on like 
making the movies that I would want to see. Mm -hmm. Because, like, when I was so excited to work with, like, I don't want to name particular directors or companies or anything, but, like, stuff is just not made with the quality that I want it to be. Yeah. So, like, I'm kind of stepping in and, um... So, like, I don't want to really promote some stuff in there because I'm not really proud of some of it. Like, it could be better if people cared more, I guess. I mean, I think that that's... I, I like that you're honest about the things that, like, the things that you've worked on. I mean, you can't you can't get better if, you, if you're not honest about things. I agree. But I don't know if everyone I work with agrees, but... Right? No, I mean, and, and that's totally not your fault. Yeah. And I mean, if nothing else, it's... You know, as they say, it's resume fodder. So, I mean, at least you have something you can show people now. Like, oh, well, I was involved with this franchise. But here's how we're going to improve. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. So, anyways, she knows her stuff. She's not just a pretty face. So, um, that's why we That's how I feel about you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm surrounded by all these women, and I'm just getting ganged up on, and... It's awesome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so coming to you every week. Eli's the only boy. Yeah. Um, who, who wants to get started? Do we want to start with directors since that one's kind of the hard one? Get the get the hard one out of the way. Sure. Well, I can start there because I'm not like you know. She's got her list. I do have to know it, girl. I've got my list, but I'm not. I don't, I'm not super knowledgeable about directors in general, um, but I did go through and find some of my favorite movies that were directed by women. Uh, so I'll just jump in with that. Uh, first being Pet Cemetery. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> directed by Mary Lambert. Go, girl. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty much all I had to say for these because I'm just, I don't, just don't know much about directing. I think she um, did the cool. second one, too. Which is awesome. You know, like, I didn't know that women directed these. Um, Carrie, Kimberly Pierce, mm-hmm. awesome. The Babadook, yeah. Jennifer Kent, um, and American Psycho. Oh, you just took one of mine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Mary. Was, so, uh, those are some of my favorites that I found. So, I'm going to let someone else jump in now. Um, no, yeah. I mean, I'm going to agree with... Uh, with American Psycho, which I did not know until we decided to do this topic that was uh, that was directed by a woman. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Like, it's so... has that kind of macho flair to it that it's it surprises us when it's directed by a woman, but when you know that, you're like, oh, now I kind of want to rewatch it again to see, like, right. how that colors my, like, viewing Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. Like, different. It's yeah. so interesting. So, and to throw a wrench in of a, I feel like a movie that we've literally never discussed. Do you guys remember Jennifer's Body? Of course. Oh, I was going to talk about That was on my list. Yeah. Karen Kusama, she directed that. And that's, and that's totally, you could absolutely tell that that was directed by a female, which is oh, so cool. Absolutely. And written by oh, yeah. a woman, and it's perfect. And she did The Invitation, too, mm-hmm. which I love. Oh, it's so good. Um, yeah, I did like that, too. Yeah, such an awesome thriller. I, maybe not necessarily horror, but it's an, an amazing thriller. And I claim whatever I can for horror genre, so I'm like, oh yeah, that's horror. Yeah. That's absolutely. <laughs> she also <laughs> scary, directed right? um, Young Flux with uh, Charisse Theron, so... She's had some um, had some hits. 
I don't know what she's done though since since Jennifer's body. I would have to Google I, which I'm no, sure she had like a really big moment and I kind of just went away. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah, that's true. Actually, that's whole, she, did that she do because um, like right those after Transformers that, movies. Yeah, well it was Megan Fox, Diablo Cody, and then Karen Kusama and like since that movie kinda bombed, they all kinda like went down a peg, I guess, you know? Like, I mean, because at that point, Megan Fox was, like, the hottest thing in Hollywood, and then, like, that one, and then she did Jonah Hex, and then she kind of... Which I never saw. Yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah. Um, I know that is kind of a bummer, because even though it bombed, like, for me to watch it, especially as a woman, I was like, this movie's amazing. Like, why don't people oh, yeah. understand that this is awesome? I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it was well, really good. And it's kind okay. of... And I love Megan Fox. It kind of oh, goes yeah, me to, too. you know, I, I know me and KB have talked about it, but it's it's like it's like the double standard, you know, with, with male and female. You know, like Marky Mark can put out like seven shitty movies a year, but he continues to make 20 <laughs> million, least. you know, 20, 20 million bucks a year. Or like he just did those reshoots and made like two million bucks or whatever it is. And it's just like, you know, men are forgiven faster or they don't even have to be forgiven they just you know they just get handed the next thing um sure i wish we had more time to kind of talk about what me and kb were talking about how um and diana you might have some insider you know opinions on this but um we've talked about how especially like in slashers um you know the girls are the sex and the the, the eye candy throughout the whole movie but then they're also the final girl they're the ones that defeat jason and they defeat Freddie. So it's an interesting dynamic how, you know, they have to be used for, you know, eye candy throughout the movie, but then they're also the ones that win at the end too. So um, maybe that's a topic for another show. <laughs> yeah, this is like <laughs> yeah, that's a, good yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a pretty deep one. That's a pretty deep I one. I would add one to more like... director though, because I have to give a shout out. Slumber Party Massacre. Like, mm. no one ever remembers that as a female director. And yeah. it's oh, my brilliant. God. That's amazing. <laughs> no, I had no idea. Have you guys, you guys are familiar with that movie, right? I've seen the yeah. first one. They've it's done, like, so three good. or four If you of haven't them. seen it, definitely check it out. Anyone okay. listening or whatever. So <laughs> I just, it so hard. I just Googled it, and the sequels were directed by women, too. Cool. I know. Yep. It's, like, it's an awesome little franchise. Mm-hmm. I feel like Slumber Party Massacre is... One that one movie that every other horror movie mentions, or they're watching in the background, is yep. Slumber Party Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, it's a it's a slasher classic. It's true. That one to me, I always remember. I remember like video stores because I just always remember the box art, and I remember that picture, man. The, the yeah, cover. that movie poster. <laughs> like even my like my local. Uh, uh, video store like I remember it they had the the actual size poster up and um, you know just being young and not (laughs) not understanding what's going on um, it just I I just remember that image so well just that I know there's so many horror films that are like that to me that's just like wandering through the video store it's like wow I can't watch this but I want you so bad (laughs) oh did you uh Diana, did you go to the Slashback video store when it was open? I didn't. I'm okay. sorry. That's okay. I was that's that's what I was gonna do with my trip to see John Carpenter. I was gonna get there a day early and go see that and then Aww. go to his concert and I just waited too long to buy 
airplane tickets and I got out of range. So, yeah. But everybody I know that, that went said it was just unbelievable. Said it was incredible. So Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, so. Anyways. My loss. Yeah, it's okay. Um, <laughs> so who who just said slumber party? Was that uh, Anna? That was me. Yeah. Okay. So then, was that all you had on yours? I mean, that you guys haven't mentioned, because there's only so many to choose from, unfortunately. we got to start building those. That's true. This category up a little bit. You'll just be on our, ne- our list next time. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> That's the <laughs> female directors. Yeah. Um, so the Cisco Z- sisters. Is that they're big one right now. Oh, that's right. They they they're directing stuff now too. <gasps> oh, true. Sorry, I forgot. Um. So but yeah, it's still it's like just a handful, and it's annoying. <laughs> um, Kayla, do you are you next? I was going to dive into, um, I think we already mentioned Jennifer Kent, who directed The Babadook, mm-hmm. which, of course, everyone knows that I'm completely obsessed with it. And I just think that I don't think a man could have directed it in the same way with the same handling of uh, motherhood um, and anxiety and depression and like feeling of hopelessness, which everyone experiences at some points or deals with that as well. But the way it was handled and the portrayal of the mother, I was, it was very obvious that like a woman wrote and directed it. And I thought it was amazing. So she's, she's my favorite and I hope she does more. Um, I know that she's mentioned that that's not her trajectory. Like she wants to do other things as well, but hopefully she'll do another one because she's just so talented. I actually, um, have you read anything, um, kind of involving the project from like start to finish. Like I actually, I think it, I'll, it was for the women in horror movie list the other day. I was, when I posted about it, I, I researched some stuff. Like she used to be an actress and she acted for like 20 years. And then, um, she went to, um, what's that freaking director's name? Lars Van oh Lars von Trier yeah he's so weird (laughs) she emailed him and said can I come uh basically be your apprentice and he said yeah so she flew out to wherever that film was and was there for like six months and she said that was her film school and that was amazing she um raised the money from like the Australian government basically and um Mm -hmm. but they were trying to like push this i don't know like you know incorporate you know australian landscapes like the sydney or uh, opera house and you know stuff like that and she's like no i'm not doing that she's like this is a universal tale and this could take place in england it could take place in new york city it could take place you know so she was really adamant about you know not making it like an australian movie so not only did she like get this made and it's you know incredible but she like stuck to her guns and she didn't you know buckle and i think a lot of especially like a first time director um you know the instinct is just like just let me make it i don't care you know and she's like nope this is my vision and this is how it's gonna happen so pretty awesome i love that i can't wait till we have even more female directors that that stick to their guns and they're like ready to go and just keep Pushing awesome horror. Can't wait. I definitely <laughs> think that we'll see we'll see more for sure. For sure. <laughs> and I think too about um 
I follow Faculty of Horror really closely, and one of the hosts is Andrea Subasati, and she is the uh, editor of Room Org magazine now. Mm. And just the idea of like a female being in charge of the one of the biggest horror magazines, so like that that's so awesome. It's really cool, Um, and she's awesome. So yeah, if you're interested, Faculty of Horror is an amazing podcast too. (laughs) Awesome. Um. I, well, a lot of mine have been mentioned as well. Um, Mine, well, I wanted to mention one just as a, uh, you know, I can't say she's my favorite because she, her movie is not that great. But um, (laughs) it's Rachel uh, Talalay and she directed uh, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. (laughs) Come on, man. Mm-mm, mm-mm. What are you talking about? Mm-mm, it's really bad. And I'm like, I, I, <laughs> I, I sent Diana a picture today. Like, I, I bought a Freddy toy. Like, I'm, I'm as pro Freddy as you can get. But that one, <laughs> oh man, it is so, so bad. And but that, but she, she had started on like the first one as like a, I don't know, like the. Uh, a carrier for Wes Craven. And then in part two, she was like a assistant to the assistant makeup artist. And then three, she's like, you know, and just each one, like by the time she got to like four and five, she was the producers. And then by seven or six, whatever that one, they're like, okay, we're going to let you direct this one. So it's kind of a, you know, cool. Like she worked her way up and, you know, they, they, you know, had faith in her and, and that's right, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I <she> dig it. <laughs> also, I think one of... Oh, it's not her fault. Who's going to make that movie? I mean, I like it for what it is. Yeah. Not a great right. movie, but, like, no one was going to do anything with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She did also go on to direct Tank Girl, so that was pretty rad. Mm, that is awesome. Um, I... I mean, mine's kind of cheating, I guess, because I, she's only really done one, but, like... I just really liked the movie. So, um, but Catherine Bigelow directed Near Dark. Yeah. And, you know, of course she's done Hurt Locker and Point Break and Zero Dark Thirty. So, I mean, she's like a big, you know, deal now. But that was, it's classified as a vampire slash biker slash western. And, um... (laughs) It's to, so good. Yeah. I love that movie. I have the VHS <laughs> and I'm obsessed with it. Um, I was going to say Mary Lambert, but someone else did. And uh, another one that's kind of a uh, on the on the line, uh, uh, Ravenous. Uh, Ooh, I love that movie too. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and Twa- Antonia Bird directed that. And then another one that's kind of uh, kind of slumber party massacre, but. Sorority House Massacre was Carol Frank. And I think that's it. But yeah, um, again, Catherine Bigelow's... Slim Pickens. Yeah. I didn't know Linda was going to rattle off like Tony (laughs) on hers. So, um, But anyways, cool. So now we're going to do... Do we want to do Final Girl first? Yes. And I want to go first. Cool. (laughs) And... I apologize if I'm stealing everyone's, but I'm just going to put this out there, that the ultimate 
awesome final girl is Ripley from Alien. Yes. Very nice. Yes. That was all about it. I nailed it. it. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I thought, like, before you even got out, let's talk about Final Girls. I was like, oh my god, Ripley. Ripley, Ripley yeah. yeah. No, for sure. sure. Like, the, the quintessential just badass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you're going to get any arguments on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so what a great amazing. start. Coming in yeah. hot. Yeah. yeah. I know. That's why I was like, let's start at the top and we'll just, like, nail it. Peter And out. then we'll keep going. <laughs> Um, and I just think, like, to see a character like that, when Alien came out in 79, to see a character like that in 79, like, damn, that's going to shake the world up a little. You know, it's pretty mm-hmm. amazing, especially in the genres that Alien kind of encompasses. That's just um, just completely amazing. And Sigourney Weaver, of course, just completely nails it. She's perfect. And I love now that she shows up and we know exactly what kind of cultural uh sway she has like when she shows up in um oh my god cabin, cabin in the woods yes and we, just, oh, we see here we're like yes it's the queen <laughs> and, and the really cool about uh, the really cool thing about kind of yeah i can't call it the alien franchise when they did prometheus they had their own final girl so i really like that elizabeth shaw she was yes. fantastic she was great I mean, oh, then they did her dirty, but whatever. Right. They really, <laughs> yeah. honestly, they did, and I'm gonna hope that maybe they try to make amends with that and show, give her her own movie, so we find out what happens to her. But that'd be amazing. I won't get my hopes up. Exactly. <laughs> the one movie that we got with her was totally worth it. Um, That's true. I mean, if you haven't seen the scene where she has, and I know we've all seen it, but. It came out in what? 2000? Uh, oh my god, what? 2012? The first one? I know, I'm trying to find it, and for some reason it's not showing it to me. Um, I mean, getting a uh, alien surgically removed from your uterus with yeah, that was minimal yeah. like come on <laughs> that, that was one of the most raw <laughs> things I've ever watched so and then guess and she gets stapled up she zips up her suit and she <laughs> like come yeah. on like how a woman you know like, yeah like woman. how more badass <laughs> you, yeah. you don't have, have a baby <laughs> You and then you go straight back to work. Right. I don't have time to sit around and and cry. I'm on a spaceship. I got got stuff to do. Right. And you were right. 2012. I didn't scroll down far enough. Um, I do want to add to Kayla's alien Sigourney Weaver shout out that if there were a final cat. Yeah. Represent it. Represent, you know, Jones. He is he's a male, but a male cat, that's okay. <laughs> I, that's it's an amazing partnership with exactly. Ripley and the cat. And, you know, so yeah. Uh, if we're doing final cat, I'm gonna go with Clovis from Sleepwalker. Oh, there my you favorite go. final cat. I'm gonna go with Salem <laughs> from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> <laughs> this is a whole other podcast. Yeah. The ultimate yeah, final exactly. cat. Exactly. <laughs> now, okay, now we have some spinoff podcasts with yeah. wrestling and a cat fan podcast. <laughs> like, oddly, yeah, 
Yeah, mildly caffeinated. <laughs> oh. Let's see. Okay, here's some other amazing final girls that we want to shout out to. Oh. Um, uh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. My, oh, I my number one. My number one is actually a newer one. It's Mia Allen from Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, <laughs> like, of course you did. Of course you did. We all know that I'm obsessed with that movie and every <laughs> everything about it. I mean, we. If I didn't say her, I would be a terrible, terrible human being. <laughs> so my yeah, my number one choice is Mia Allen. I hope that they get her back in an Evil Dead movie, um, or at least on the TV series. That would be pretty cool. But Jane Levy's doing a lot of good stuff, um, still kind of in the genre. So hopefully we'll see her uh, climb up that uh, that legendary kind of final girl ladder. Because I mean, I like don't that. breathe. She was she was fantastic. Yeah, she was mm. so good. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed that she keeps showing up in good places because I think she's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're talking about their um, the directors really considering doing a um, sequel. Uh, I just had a brain fart. Don't breathe. Don't breathe two or don't breathe more. I don't know whatever it's going to be called. But I think it's like oh. the idea of like. You know, at the end, sorry if, if there's people that haven't seen this, but um, she's at the <laughs> she's at the airport with her sister. Is it her sister? Is that how? Anyway, yeah. She, you know, she gets out and then she's at the airport with her sister or something, and like I think the blind guy like tracks them down, and then like they're like on an airplane, <laughs> and so it's kind of still claustrophobic because. So I don't know. There's just rumors going around, but um, who who produced that? Was that J.J. Abrams or was it or was what? Right. Don't breathe. Yeah. Or was it Blumhouse? I uh, know uh, it was the same people that did Evil Dead. It was um, Fede Alvarez. Yeah, he directed it. Who was the producer? Was it Sam Raimi? Uh, it was. Okay. Well, he he said that whatever. Whoever told him the sequel idea, that's like the best sequel idea he's ever heard. So nice. obviously with him, you know, directing Evil Dead 2, that's a pretty big statement. So, Well, I'll take it. Um, I'll take it. My final girl's kind of in the same vein as KB's. Uh, she hasn't been in a lot of other movies other than this one that I love. But uh, my choice is Sharni Vincent. From your next. Mm. Nice. Ooh, good yeah. one. So Which, awesome. Uh, yeah. I freaking love that movie. So came out in 2011, which I don't feel like it's been that long. But I know, right? That's crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, she's just a total badass in the movie. Has anyone not seen this movie? Yeah, or have we all it. seen it? I think we all have. We know how the story ends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, she's she's gorgeous. Um, and the fact that she just kicks so much ass in this movie. If you're listening and haven't seen it, um, it's about uh, this actress who plays a girl named Erin who goes with her boyfriend to the family's house out in the woods with all the other siblings and their 
significant others to celebrate their uh, parents' anniversary, and then shit goes down, and her character just has these skills that no one knew about. Um, so you have to see how it all turns out. But I thought she was awesome in that movie, and I think it's fun. And I have some of the masks from that movie, so <laughs> I need to pick that yeah. one up again. I, it's been a while since I've seen that one. I mean, probably you know several years probably right when it came out so i need to pick that one up again yes um well i have to say my my runner up was uh micah from it follows which mm. i also very much like mm. yeah. oh i like her a lot good yeah. one. i didn't think about that one yeah she was really good in the guest as well oh i love that movie so much yeah so much fun in that one it's Oof. a total blast. I've got to write that down. Yep. It's um, it's basically a horror movie disguised as an action movie. It's <laughs> a good way to describe it, actually. Yeah. So, um, yeah, really, really good. I've got one more, but I'm going to wait to see if anyone else mentions it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hand this one off, but if nobody mentions it by the time we move on, I'll mention it. Cool. Um, mine is uh, well, mine's like an honorable mention, um, just because it's gotten a lot of um, I don't know notoriety over the last couple of years, and I think they're actually doing a documentary about it, but. Um, Jesse Walsh, who was the uh, the male female girl in Nightmare on Elm Street 2. <laughs> because... Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I don't even know. Oh, that's the way you want to go down. That's too funny. Well, it's just... He was the first male final girl, you know? So... I don't... I mean, there, I mean, there are... Green Kings now, so I guess you know. Yeah, guess well, I don't know it if was, that <laughs> I mean, damn. But it yeah. was it was definitely like um, like he he played the traditional female role, and the his girlfriend played the tr- traditional male role. So, yeah. is this is this a um, James Ellsworth Carmilla situation that we're going down here? Um, Wrestling references. Um, <laughs> That was just an arm. To mention. put you in perspective for people that don't know, uh, they let a male, and I put air quotations around his name, wrestler, uh, win the women's money at the bank match. So, <sighs> I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't know if I can take that one. Like I said, it's an honorable mention. I really I really like Tina Shepard from Friday the 13th 7 because she's got the mental powers and she can fight Jason and, and that's the first time Kane Hodder is Jason so I don't, a lot of people don't like that one but I, I really do so um, that one's I guess maybe an honorable mention um I'm surprised no one has said uh, Laurie Stroud yet. Um, There's a lot that we're missing. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Oh, I thought we were just like going in order. I got plenty. Oh, um, no. Yeah. We'll come back around. I would yeah. say my, my number one is like Susie Banyan from Suspiria. Ooh. Right. Oh, absolutely. Ooh. Absolutely. Perfect. That's a good choice. And then I'm biased, but like I love the screen movie, so we got Sydney Prescott. I was wondering. Oh, I, I had a feeling. She is like a survivor. She's been through yeah. everything. Yeah. I, I had a I'm still, I'm still holding mine out to see if somebody beats me to it. I'm going to give people the benefit of the doubt. This one, mine, mine's really important. Okay. Um, actually, I have, two, I have two really important ones. Just saying, girl. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Um, no, I want to wait. I want to see if somebody <laughs> else needs them. <laughs> you're, like, you're like hyping up your choices. I so just much. feel like, we're, getting, <laughs> we're, we're, like we're forgetting some major, major points. Oh, I'm not forgetting anything. Yeah. Okay, but you um, like Gatsby from yeah. Nightmare yes. Thank you. Okay, you read my mind. That, yeah. I'm so happy. Those, it's all a test. It's all a test. I just had to make sure somebody else said Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love her. I love she's going to be in the new Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. Oh, Heather Langkamp. See, she's already That's amazing. I love her. She's she she's a picture of my <laughs> Yeah, that I mean she was that's who I was about to say for my number one. Um okay. going back to me being obsessed with Nightmare on the Street. Um Sorry. I thought she was like her she was like she's not the what's the best way to explain it? Like when she when it first starts, she's very uh what uh, timid and like she's like not trying to like you know have sex with her boyfriend and like you know <laughs> kind of nerd right man. well and you know kind of <laughs> yeah he, he was beautiful you know so oh it's my like, god yeah. that half crop top thing oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely <laughs> and that was like pre either pre or post uh i don't remember crybaby Oh, pretty. And, uh, I think I think it was first. I think it was his first film. Yeah, that was his yeah. very first film. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was his first and film. I totally went, forgot about um, that. The the guy who Jack was it Jack? Whoever played Freddy in the remake, the not great remake. Um, um, Jack Yarrow. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Um, he went with uh, Johnny Depp went with him to the audition, and he was the one auditioning for it. And then they're like, well, why don't you come in, too? And he did, and he got it. And so it was just a total fluke. Um, I mean, he, listen, he, don't get me on my soapbox about this. <laughs> he was a great choice. But the movie itself was terrible. Let's it's not sure. it's, it was not his fault at all. No, it was not. He was the best it's thing about uh, But still, well, you, you can't think about him and not think about how just bad that oh, movie is. So it's just. Okay, just because I think I'm lost. Are we talking about Crybaby or Nightmare on Elm Street? (laughs) Oh, Oh, how dare you even think that Crybaby's a bad baby? That's a good point. (laughs) I'm just making sure you're not talking about Nightmare on Elm Street. We're talking about Nightmare on Elm Street. The remake. Oh, the remake, okay. We are never talking about Crybaby that way. (laughs) Cool. Oh, I know, Eli, you did mention about... Um, Nancy, how she's like kind of timid and she's not trying to like have sex or anything. Well, that's like part of the final girl girl rules for a lot of these mm. movies. You know, it's like they're they're not the sexy one, they're the timid shy one, and that's how Virgin. it works. Yeah, the other girls get to you know they're the sexy ones and the eye candy, but they always get killed first. They don't have the the virtue that allows them to murder 
the bad guys and defeat them. You know, it's it's so interesting how that's really powerful, but also really sexist in that way too. (laughs) So I can't have sex and also be a hero. Like that's not fair. Um, But a lot of those movies work like that. And and every once in a while they changed up, but a lot of times it's still kind of old fashioned. Well, in Cabin Cabin in the Woods, that was how, that was how they uh, kind of make or make or break the entire process of sacrificing those kids to the gods. Like <laughs> only the fight, only the virgin. Right? <laughs> She's like virgin. <laughs> Best we had. Right. So good. So awesome. <laughs> and it's it's kind of I like it too because the um, the template for like. The template for Scream was the template for Nightmare on Elm Street. So when Nightmare on Elm Street starts, it starts with um, her friend, the blonde, whatever her name is. Um, and, you know, it starts. She, Barrymore? Nope. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. So she, she's the one. That, well, I'm getting to it. So she's the one like in the first nightmare and wakes up and then. You know, it, it, you don't really know that it's going to be about Nancy because it, it focuses on the other one first, and then she's killed off pretty quick. And same thing yeah, with Scream. You know, Scream <laughs> starts right off the bat. Drew Barrymore, who at that point was mm-hmm. one of the most famous actresses on the planet, and then ten seconds into it, she's dead. So it's kind of cool that both of those started um, with a. Coincidentally, they're both blonde, but you know. Um, that kind of uh, misdirection, I guess, is what it is. So. Yeah, it's very psycho, right? You know, mm-hmm. he's props up a lead and then kills her. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. too much into it, you know. Tricksters. Tricksters. Yep. Um, did anyone have any any else? Like, I, I, think, um, I think we all. I have. actually wanted to shout out uh, Reagan from The Exorcist. It's a pretty good one. I mean, we wouldn't necessarily say that she's the one that kills. A monster, but she bears the uh, brunt of the burden. Mm-hmm. True. Um, and ooh, I, just, I just randomly thought of another one. Um, I really love the movie The Descent when they're in the cave, and that's the female spelunkers in the mm-hmm. cave. Um, Sarah Carter. And then that Sarah, yeah, she's the final girl in that movie. And but it's a final girl where she's. Her trauma is so obvious, like, she's just, like, covered in blood and, like, screaming. And it doesn't even feel like so much of a uh, victory, but it's just so awful. Um, And I felt like that kind of made the final girl a little dirtier and less badass. I mean, it's still badass, but it's very sad because she's yeah. watched all of her best friends get murdered and eaten yeah. like it's it's you're like oh but yeah that would, be, that would be kind of awful oh yeah such a good movie so it's been a long time since i've watched that one. Ooh, it scares me so much pick that one up again yeah she okay. was in the sequel too which i didn't see but I didn't yeah see i don't want to it's one of those movies i don't want to taint with a sequel you know <laughs> like i think i'd just rather not know because it right. just ended so well um Every once in a while, I'm like that with some movies. Like, I just don't. Yeah, I just don't want to know. <laughs> I just don't care. Um, so, do we want to move on to our next category, or does anybody? I was going to say anybody else have another one. I was going to say uh, uh, Kirsty Cotton from Hellraiser. Um, yeah, she was in for sure. She was in one, two, and 
then they brought her back for like part nine or something. I don't know which one it was, <laughs> but um, no one officially said Laurie Strode, so I'll I'll say her. Um, right. Halloween, of course. Um, I think we're burnt out on her a little bit. She's a winner. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's so many more options. Now. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, such a good variety of you know you can kick it off, but it's kind of people. Other people have made it their own as well. Yeah, I think maybe we are ready to dive into the favorite squeaks. Squeam. Squeak. So I actually have a quick category, and we can just uh, quick fire these. We did not talk about female villains. So before we get to the big scream queen, let's rattle off some female villains that we like. Hmm. Um, the only one that instantly comes to mind for me is um, Rebecca Gayhart and Urban Legends. Okay. Um, oh my gosh, my favorite is Samara from The Ring, of course. Oh yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Love her. Okay, next. Um, <laughs> um Bates in Misery. Annie yeah, Wilkes. Annie Wilkes. Yeah, that, that was one. Um, Ooh, Mary Lou. Does that count? <laughs> Mary Lou and Prom Night, too. There you go. There you go. Oh. I love her so much. Uh, I really liked Amanda Young in Saw. Mm. Uh, Ooh, yeah. that's a good one. She was fantastic. Um, um, does Carrie Tiffany from, from Chucky. Does Carrie count from Carrie? She's uh, kind of, she was kind of a little bit of both, yeah. Uh, she was in a, a Gail yeah. Scream, but I gotta say Catherine Jamel from Basic Instinct. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that is very fun. Uh, I, I, I thought about Glenn Close from... Um, Glenn and Bunny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God, what's the name of that movie? Real uh, Attraction. Real Attraction. God, I lost it for like two seconds. It wasn't on my list, but I... I wanted to make sure. Technically, uh, uh, the alien queen from Aliens. That's a good one. Right? That's a great oh, that, yeah. makes up, that makes up for your final, uh, your final <laughs> girl choice. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Ooh, um, uh, another good one, Ginger Snaps. Um, Ooh, that's yeah. a good one. Ginger. Oh, um, I Jason's, love that one. Jason's mom, Pamela Voorhees. Oh, yeah. of course. Great. <laughs> uh, the girl from Get Out. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh. Very, uh, very, a little bit close to home. That could, that could be a real person. Um, technically, uh, Jennifer and Jennifer's body, right? She was kind. I know. Of- yeah. I thought of that too. Yeah, absolutely. Do you guys remember that uh, that movie Orphan? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yes. Oh mm-hmm. man, that that's one of my favorite movies. Such a good one. See um, Margaret White. Oh, Carrie's Carrie's mom. Yeah. She's the worst. She's so awful. Exactly. She's more of the villain. So my my, uh, favorite female villain is actually my favorite screen queen. So I'm going to save her for when we move on. Well, do we want to move on then? We can. (laughs) Yeah, that was fun to do a rapid fire, but yeah. Yeah, we should do that more often. I like rapid fire. Write it down. Okay, who wants to do their screen queen? I guess I'll go first since we're still on the. We were kind of, you know, going through the topic. Yeah, absolutely. So my favorite screen queen um, is actually Cherry Moon Zombie. Mm. Um, I loved Baby Firefly, 
And then she's been pretty much every every horror movie um, that he's made, um, whether good or bad. <laughs> we will talk about quality, um, but she's she's so annoying. <laughs> she's not a, she's not the best actress in the world, but I just something about her. I just love. <laughs> I love her too. Is really what hooked me on Cherry. Um, because House of a Thousand Corpses and, and Devils and Rejects are in hands down in my top ten um, horror movies. So she is 100, 100% my favorite screen queen. Cool. Well, okay. good choice. Thank you. Thank you. For both. Definitely both. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I'm actually pretty fascinated how I feel like there's been kind of a resurgence of screen queens in the past couple of years, um, particularly with younger women. Um, so I think about people like Chloe Grace Moritz has been in a ton of oh, films. Yeah. Um, is it Tysa or Tissa Farmiga mm-hmm. has been a lot too, but my favorite is Emma Roberts is my favorite kind oh, of new heiress. Yeah, I love, I love that. Because can, she's we, can, we, can we call uh, can we call Lady Gaga a screen queen? Yes. No. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you've got to do a couple, and I feel like Emma Roberts is really committed to horror genre. She's in the show Screen Queens, American Horror Story, Final Girls. Um, oh, Black Final Girls! Such a good, a good movie. Yeah. I can't believe we haven't even mentioned the movie uh, Final Girls. <laughs> Um, but she's just so and she always seems like she's having a lot of fun and just kind of soaking up the scene and just being kind of outrageous most of the time and I just I love it I think it's so fun and it to me harkens back to like the 70s and 80s where there were so many screen queens and she just seems to be having such a blast totally agreed agreed good choice oh man I have a a kind of big list, but I'm not going to name all of them. Uh, I mean, you of have course, you, know, you can you can name them off if you want. There's some there's some offies on here, you know, like Jamie Lee Curtis, of course. Right. And I love to give a shout out to her mama, Janet Lee, for being a psycho, <laughs> which is awesome. And of course, PJ Souls from Halloween as well. I think she was awesome. Totally. She was adorable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And, of course, Linnea Quigley, if you haven't listened to our interview, it's amazing. She's horrible. Oh, my gosh. Wonderful human. Um, Nev Campbell, I'm obsessed with the Scream movies, like Diana mentioned earlier. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Love Scream, all of them. Every one of them. Really, though? Call her out. All the four, maybe my favorites. Which is I thought was so much fun. The intro. Did you um, say four is your favorite? Four I love. But, I mean, first will be my favorite. <laughs> Number one will always okay. be my favorite, but then I love four. <laughs> wow, no. Oh. <laughs> I just love. I love the beginning with they're all watching the different horror movies. It's cute. That's definitely a highlight of it. Yeah, the only highlight really. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, burn. <laughs> but I, I'm gonna focus. <laughs> On my screen queen, I'm going to focus on Felissa Rose, who nice. was in Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> oh, yes. So she's Angela in Sleepaway Camp, which she was 13 when they did that movie. So she was she was young. 
but the end is, I think, is so awesome. <laughs> like, yes. I can't get that image out of my head. Um, but she's done so many different, I mean, to be honest, like, B-rated, straight to film, straight to video movies, which I love. I'm the market for that. So she's been in 82 different movies. Wow. Um, she's only 49 years old. Um, but she was, she made a cameo in Tales of Halloween, which I enjoy, um, which I think is cool. But she's also in Victor Crowley, which came out recently, I think, um, which is the yes, third sir. Hatchet movie. Mm -hmm. Is that right? I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Which I love Hatchet. I think that's fun. Um, but she's a big producer, too. Um, yeah. She's going to be my choice because I think it's off the wall and I love Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> nice. She's like some really. She's very involved in like the horror community. She's always at cons and mm -hmm. just really like active with fans and stuff. That's amazing. That's a good one. Oh, someone just corrected me and said there's four Hatchet movies. My yeah. bad. Oh, <laughs> Hatchet Hatchet one, Hatchet I need to catch up. Three I absolutely and forgot. Victor Crowley. Because, like, part two, like, so I didn't actually check out the third one. But. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but that's a good final girl, Daniel Harris. She's awesome. Mm -hmm. Ah, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So cool. Um, yeah, the, the new Hatchet actually came out yesterday, so it's on... Uh, video on demand, and I guess you can buy the DVD if you're still buying movies. So I have never <laughs> seen any of those. Um, I've only seen the first one. I have to be honest. Um, I think I've only seen the first one too. I loved it. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> the first one. I, I thought it was great. Yeah, it's so fun. I mean, it's definitely a um, kind of a throwback to the '80s slashers. But wonderful. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Sounds like something and I can get into. Daniel Harris <laughs> and uh, Kane Hodder. So, there you go. Um, cool. Is somebody else up? Or is it my turn? Just jump right in. Jump yeah. Jump We're in. not going in order. This is <laughs> casual conversation. Well, I didn't know how casual we were keeping it. Yeah. <laughs> like, so casual. Just so casual. Very casual. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I got to go with... Um, Heather Langenkamp, I guess, because she was Nancy. Yeah. Um, you know, we've already discussed how good she is as Nancy. Um, I th we said Jamie Lee Curtis. We said, yeah, Danny Danielle Harris was going to be my uh, wild card. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. Because <laughs> she's, um, she was actually, well, technically Jamie Lee Curtis was in four Halloween movies, but in the one with Buster Rom, she was in it for like 10 seconds. So like, it's kind of a, <laughs> like an uncredited thing, but Daniel Harris has been in four of them. She was in four, she was in two in the eighties and then she was in the Rob Zombie one. So she's been in that franchise for four movies. So that's really awesome. And then she's done the hatchet movies and, um, actually, well, anyways, um, her TV stuff cool. is awesome. Um, <laughs> Roseanne, um, I mean, she was in a lot of stuff. I was, I was really surprised. Like, she was in Free Willy. Um, I mean, she was in a, yes. a ton of stuff. So, um, and then I think, 
I mean, there's too many from the Friday the 13th um, franchise because, like, each each one was a new girl, basically. Um, but, yeah, I'll stick with that. I'll stick with Heather Langham. I think that's a fantastic choice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have to support you. It's also cool, too. Her and her husband, um, they do, they run a special effects company. And so now they they do a lot of the behind the scenes stuff with makeup and special effects and stuff. So, That's so amazing. yeah, so she's kind of transitioned out of acting into more of that kind of stuff. So, all oh, like I said, she's going to be in the new Hellraiser. It's true. Yeah. Which and because of the effects. Sorry. No, <laughs> the no, effects no. that she does, like she's had little cameos in American Horror Stories, different seasons. Mm, nice. That's, she was also that's so in, uh, cool. she was in Shocker, which was Wes Craven. Oh, I love Shocker. Yes. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah. That one is an awesome one. That was was that Kevin Dillon? Was he in that? No, I don't think so. I was like, I, I, know, I, I have no idea. <laughs> so you just went over my head. Yeah. <laughs> um I'll Google it real quick. I don't think I don't for some reason I always think that that's why do I think that he was in that movie? Generic white dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was sure. like the, the blob, which is like kind of in that era and looks, I don't know. Yeah. You can kind of blend in. Well, <laughs> I love, 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 love the blob. So. The remake or the old one or all? <laughs> um, mainly the, mainly the remake. Um, right, I, I love, love the remake. Really yeah, that's definitely. I think that's one we'll have to discuss at some point. The, like the remake was better than the original, which is rare. Um, okay, yeah, it's Peter Berg. They're not even close to the same person. Um, but Ted Raimi's in it. That's pretty cool. Cool. I thought you'd be more impressed with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if Sorry. there's a, if there's a if there's a sound that's less than <laughs> silence, that's <laughs> what I just did. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay. So you're fine. <laughs> somebody, somebody else. Let's, let's, talk, let's talk our way out of this hole. Let's go. <laughs> Diana, I think it's I think it's your turn. Okay. Wait, well, um, <laughs> So I have a I have a co choice. I have two Barbaras. I have mm. Barbara Steele and Barbara Crampton. Mm, very nice. Oh, I love Barbara Steele. She's so beautiful. She is. I just got to meet her recently. Well, like again, she did a, a talk, and she's just still so amazing. And she was telling like Fellini stories, and she's so elegant and amazing. And I love her. And Barbara Crampton's so like bubbly and happy. And it's just like they're so different, and I love them both so much. And Barbara Steele's just, like, from that era. Like, there's just no one left. So it's amazing that, like, mm. she's here. <laughs> I love that. I watched, um, what was it, um, Black Sabbath the other day. Uh, so much fun. Black yeah. Sunday. Black Sunday, yeah. Black Sunday. Yeah. Well, yeah, close. Um, <laughs> so good. She's so good. She's just mesmerizing to just she look at it and the way she speaks. So, such a good choice. She was... She was in uh, Dark Shadows too, right? Mm-hmm. The 90s. Um, Love a good classic choice. 
<laughs> that's what's hard because like you know you got to remember the classic but then you know can't help loving the current ones too <laughs> yeah it just shows the longevity of this of horror starring women and the kind of role that women play in order it just shows like how women have always been there as yeah. part of horror even if it's not always a big part of the discussion it's that's it's run by women it's so much about women um like a lot of horror stories are women's stories mm-hmm. and i just think it's so interesting um Faye ray from king kong she's that's a good one. Oh, Jean. She's like, yeah. Absolutely. I was going to say, I don't know if Linnea Quigley's ever actually, like, been the final girl. Like, she always, in, like, her big roles, she always dies. But She can be our favorite Scream Queen. Yeah, she is a, yeah. she is a Scream Queen, though. Definitely. <laughs> I think she's the final girl in Sorority Days. Oh. Was that... Um, which one was that? Was that the Bolorama? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you not seen it? I saw it on USA Up All Night. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> that one's a good one. Oh, I just bought her uh, workout DVD, uh, um, which you're in California, so you can't watch it with us, but we'll give you a recap <laughs> of it. It's incredible. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah, trust me. It's like, that's going to have a thing that exists. I love it. Nice. Um, so, are we done? Is that it? Wow, I think so. Man, that went very quickly. There's, it's, but that just kind of shows you, like, when it comes so to much more work to be done. and yeah. fi- <laughs> exactly, we're missing a lot. And I think that that'll, that's not going to be a case anymore. Um, I am going to call um, call out some, a certain someone for not picking the nun for their favorite villain. Oh, you know, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So disappointed. Uh, so. She'll be oh, even, even well, better. Shame on her. She was like, oh, <laughs> no. "Shame on me." As you freaking talk about the nun, <laughs> you couldn't even give it a mention. Oh, like, <laughs> next nothing. year, after the origin movie comes out, <laughs> then then you'll have to pick it. <laughs> oh God, that was funny. Next February. Next February. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> Then, then she yeah. it, she Make a it. note now. <laughs> Next February. Yeah. Yeah. Don't <laughs> dare forget. Don't you dare. <laughs> oh, that was funny. That was funny. Awesome. Well, um, I guess if we, I think if we're all done, then I guess we're going to wrap this up. Uh we want to thank our guest, Miss Diana Prince, for showing up and talking. <laughs> for showing up. <laughs> um, talking about My pleasure. Cool and for half of your grade. Um, I think we're going to have to. We'll, we're going to try to coordinate a um, um, an interview. So you know, if we get a guest, then you can hop on with us and interview some some of the people. Oh, also. I got some good stuff coming up that I I'm going to refer y'all to. Nice. Just a little. 
Yeah, I, I kind of let them know there's some some stuff bubbling you can't really discuss so, yet. As it's coming out. Yeah, it's going to be pretty <laughs> awesome. So, but we'll definitely have you back on the show. And um, awesome. Yeah, so anytime. Tell Diana, do you want to give us your social media? That's you just. Oh, sure. well, is that what you were going to say? <laughs> so, yeah, I was literally <laughs> saying that with my mouth. Good. <laughs> I'm glad that you weren't saying it with anything else. That's <laughs> 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 just take a turn. <laughs> it always does. Yeah, it does. In a oh, room, yeah. And it always takes a turn. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so my my Insta is Diana26O and Twitter is kinky underscore horror. So And then the main site is kinkyhorror.com? Yes, sir. Awesome. So that is where you can find all things her. And um, (laughs) when we have more time, we'll we'll have a we'll just have a. Well, tell us one thing about Clint Howard because he was in. uh, Oh yeah. He's been a ton of stuff. But give us just a like a twenty second little snippet. Give us something. I'll give you this. He will not make an ice cream man too. I mean, that's like one of the most underrated horror movies. Of I know. <laughs> and I told him, I told him I tracked him down and I loved him forever because of that movie. And he's like, he just won't. He's like, he's so against it. He's like, child murder is not really what I want to promote anymore. <laughs> so it's like, I'm trying so hard to talk him into it, but it does not look like it's going to happen. So mm. that is a sad Clint Howard fact for you. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the scenes info. But what if what if he did it like by this time like he could have had a kid and the kid is the ice cream man now and then he just makes a cameo like go around him you say there you go <laughs> it's like That's we're gonna do weird. this with or without you and that is not a bad idea yeah. or better yet <laughs> yeah or better yet he has a daughter and the daughter's the ice cream <gasps> woman and the woman's name Gee, is Diana Prince what can I do with that Let me see, see where I'm going with that. <laughs> That is just such a good idea. I guess it's just he he made it so iconic it was hard to think without him, but hey, we're all needing another ice cream man movie, that's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> um I just watched the um oh I just my I just had a complete mental breakdown. Um it's uh Charlie Sheen and it's the the Wraith, the race car movie. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no. no Okay. No, sorry. So, Charlie Sheen. No, okay. So it's not even Charlie Sheen. It's this kid. It's this other kid, and he dies in a car wreck. And then this alien comes with this badass car, and it's Charlie Sheen. And it turns out it was the original kid, but he morphed into Charlie Sheen. And um, uh, one of the girls from Twin Peaks is in it. I can't remember her name, but Clint Howard's in it too. And they basically just drag race in the desert. And the car not only wins the drag race, but like ends up killing the other people in the drag race. The race is so good, dude. Yes. And I think it's on Shudder or it's on, it might even be on Netflix now, but W-R-A-I-T-H. Um, it is a very, 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 very 80s movie. So. Very. <laughs> you know, we all love a good 80s movie. Yeah. So now that we've gone way off topic, I guess we'll wrap this up. I know. Up. <laughs> He's um, my favorite female. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, so yes, again, thanks, Diana. And that is all from us, and we will see you next week.
Bye. 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 Bye.